0: everybody. Welcome to the Preacher Dad podcast. My name is Jared and I am the Preacher Dad. I blog over at PreacherDad.com on everything from parenting to politics to preparation and everything in between. A little bit of preacher husbandry in there too. Um, And uh, I would love to have you go over there and check us out. You can make comments on on the podcast episode. You can read articles on various subjects that I hope are a blessing and a help to you. Uh, We try to bring the biblical perspective to the events of our day and time. And uh, so I come to you today bearing jokes. That's right, dad jokes are one of my favorite things. And uh, I want to share a couple with you here. Um, You know, I was in a good mood till I started petting a duck, a duckling in the park. Then I started feeling a little down. Uh, Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. All uh, right. So, um, uh, I asked my grandmother how she's enjoying her new stairlift. She said it's driving me up the wall. <laughs> driving me up the wall, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And uh, you know, a bus station is where a bus stops, and a train station is where a train stops. And on my desk, I have a workstation. <laughs> the the workstation for a workshop. Exactly, exactly, thank you very much, thank you very much. Um, police have arrested the world tongue twister champion. They said he'll be given a tough sentence. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. Well, folks, I appreciate you uh, you being here to uh, hang out with me on my drive home. You know, uh, I haven't talked about parenting for quite a while and I have, I suppose, a unique perspective on parenting. Uh, my wife and I have eight children as of 2022 and we certainly love them all very much and yet it is certainly a very big challenge uh, you know, trying to help that many children actually you know, raise them up to be adults. A parent's job is not to be the friend of their child, a parent's job is to uh, train them to be functioning adults and able to exist in society successfully and so you know that's a that's a lot of work I like to tell people that uh, children are a lot of work but worth the effort it's like the best investment you can ever make but it doesn't mean it's without sacrifice and effort Uh, people ask me a lot of times how do you do it with so many children how do you handle so many children well for one thing they usually come one at a time Uh, (laughs) some people have twins of course but Uh, my sister, as a matter of fact, had twins, but we haven't. We've had them one at a time and that makes it a little easier to handle because they just they don't all just drop on you all at once usually it's it's just a little step at a time. Um, For those of you that have had multiple children dropped on you all at once, um, hey, we'll pray for you because that's a a whole new set of challenges but um, You know, I think that it's important when uh, dealing with children, I believe that it's important that you are consistent and yet individual. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. And I believe that's speaking to several things, but one of them is that each child has their own particular bent, their own particular strengths and weaknesses, their own particular interests and uh, struggles, and we have to parent individually. We we have eight very different children. I suppose some people would look at them and say, "Well, those are definitely your children." I've been told, you, "You sure, Jared? You can't deny any one of those. They all look like you." Well, that's great. I'm glad for that. I I think they all look like their mother because they're all beautiful. Oh, I know, that was cheesy, I'm sorry. Um, However, they are very different people and if you have children in your life, and I think everyone should have children in their life, even if they're not your own children, if you're not an aunt or an uncle, then you can adopt children, You you can invest in the lives of children, everyone needs to have children in their life your grandchildren, your great-grands, well, I don't care. Get, Find some children and love on them. There's lots of children out there that need love. But, if you have children in your life, you know that they are very different. Yeah, there's patterns that develop, There's there's things that happen the same way because they have the same parents. At least in my family, my kids have the same parents. So there's things that are similar but they are very different. I have three sons, and I have three completely different males in my home. And they're all unique. They have their own unique strengths, their own unique weaknesses. I have five daughters. Same thing there. They, they all have their own unique bent on the world, and it's very important that we recognize those differences and it's not being better or worse we should never have favorites among our children and you know one child may have strengths academically another child may have strengths athletically but neither one is better than the other they're just different uh, we have a couple of our children that have ADD we believe they've not been officially diagnosed but we believe they have ADD that doesn't make them inferior it just makes them different it makes their strengths different it makes their weaknesses different and we have to parent them and approach them according to what they specifically need but at the same time that you are individual you have to also be consistent and you have to um, not play favorites but uh, you know have some consistent standards in the home that are guided by the principles of God's Word. Uh, You know, in my family, my children are frequently asking me, Daddy, how old do I have to be before I can X? They want to, sometimes it's how old do I have to be before I can have a pocket knife? How old do I have to be before I can drink coffee? How old do I have to be before I can you name it, there's all kinds of things that they come up with how old do i have to be before i have to do this and i i try to tell them well we'll see i don't know their older siblings got pocket knives at certain ages and got to have certain privileges when they reached a certain age but we didn't really set an arbitrary age for most of those things we just determined at this time they are mature enough to handle a pocket knife. And we can trust them to be careful with that pocket knife, to not endanger other people. Sorry, getting up to speed I think uh, damages the uh, audio quality of this podcast. So what, what may be the right age for one child is not the right age for another child. But what is consistent is that they have to display responsibility. They have to display responsibility before they're given that privilege. So I just think that that is important. And I think that there's uh, a lot of parents that uh, don't recognize this and and it's not being inconsistent to say I'm sorry you yes you're eight years old but you're not ready for a pocket knife or you know you're not ready to um, to go on this trip because you're you're not there and uh, we have to be willing to tell our kids hard things and that is that is probably one of the hardest things that I have to do is to say hard things to my kids, things that they don't like, that they have a hard time understanding. And being willing to um, endure the tears, endure the the questions and the, the um, confusion, to do what's best for the child, to do what is best for that child. That child doesn't know what is best in their life or what they should be doing. Uh-huh. so. You know, that's, uh, I just think that's a really important thing for parents to do. Um, You know, there's a couple other parenting tips I have. Uh, One is keep your kids away from screens. Uh, Maybe like once or twice a week, that's it. Uh, They don't need to be looking at screens all the time. That's really bad for them. That's bad for their mental development. I think that's impacting some of our... uh, some of our children these days are they are either addicted to their phone or they have developmental problems in, in, in interacting with other people because they're spending too much time on their screens. You've got to be very diligent and very careful with screens and that's something that we try to be very cautious about our family. We encourage our children to read and uh, to develop their imagination. We believe that imagination and stories and, and uh, playtime are all really important for a child. And uh, it's not something that you can just arbitrarily or, or you can't throw those things out and not have a significant detriment to the child. So those are things that uh, you know, we try very hard to do. I think that people have a lot of times forgotten the impact that food has on their children. You, you give a child certain things to eat, and that greatly affects the way that they behave. And I'm not just talking about a sugar high or something. Uh, there's we've discovered sensitivities to food color, certain types of food coloring, and other highly processed foods um, that just make it harder for our children to behave right. If you want your children to have every advantage, then you need to feed them healthy food. And careful about what they're eating because that can have a huge impact upon the entire dynamic of the home and the entire interaction that you have with your children can be affected by what you're feeding them. Uh, Do you give them sugary cereal every day for breakfast? That's probably impacting their entire day at school, uh, their entire day with you, whatever that is, and uh, can make them I don't know. There, there, there's a ton of impact that the right diet can have on, the, um, on our children. But those are just a few, I don't know, quick tips about parenting uh, to try to train up a child in the way that he ought to go. The Bible has an awful lot of good advice for parents that if we would pay attention to, we'd be a lot better off. Advice like, fathers. Fathers need to be careful not to provoke their children to anger. Not that they should be afraid of anger, but they shouldn't provoke. We we, we dads should not be provoking our children to be angry. Um, we can hold a consistent standard, and if they react in anger, that's, that's different. But if we are provoking them to anger by uh, harsh discipline or uh, inconsistency or hypocrisy, you dads, we, we have a really big impact upon the lives of our kids. And uh, we need to remember that. And uh, Anyway, a whole lot of stuff. No time for a Bible study today. But uh, those are some tips on parenting from the preacher dad. And uh, maybe you'll get some more if you keep listening. So I would sure appreciate it if you would head over to the Head over to the the preacherdad.com website and check a a couple articles out, make a comment here or there. Anytime that you make a comment or you rate this podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are listening, if you rate this podcast and if you make a comment on the blog post or the podcast uh, page, uh, that really helps out. Our ministry helps me to be able to have a bigger impact upon the world. So uh, I'd encourage you to go over there and check that out. And uh, you know, rate rate our podcast, make a comment, and we sure would appreciate your help there. All right. Well, um, that's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you have a great afternoon. May God bless you. May He cause His face to shine upon you and may he draw you into himself, all right.